Welcome back to Page 8. Today I'm joined by Luke McClure. How are you doing, Luke? How's your weekend? Uh, it's good. You know, uh, I just got to watch football and, and watch some basketball, so it, it was pretty good. Not not too much to complain about. Yeah, but I mean, for the Auburn fans, it's looking good. It's looking good, Luke. Uh, which sport? Football? Football. Yeah, football yeah. is it's looking to get better. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot better than what we were, I'll say that. Yeah. You know, I think we need to be realistic as fans, but it's looking a lot better than than what that let's say just starting off with the cow game, you know. Definitely. I mean, there'll be 7 and should be 7 and 4 going into the Iron Bowl, um which I didn't expect Auburn to be at. I mean, they already can like they're already bowl eligible, and mm-hmm. that's ten weeks into the season. And I thought Auburn would be fighting for bowl eligibility at the start of the season. Yeah. So I mean, seven and four, and then who knows with the Iron Bowl? It's always wonky in Jordan Hare, and then like um, the bowl game. So Auburn has a chance to get to nine wins this year. Will they get there? Probably not. Um, but eight wins is definitely on the table, and yeah. like eight and five at the end of the year would be so, a very successful yeah. Hugh Freeze year. Before we get more into football, basketball got started last week. We lost to Baylor. You know, that was gut wrenching. Then we did beat South uh, Eastern Louisiana, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of expected. And then with the women's, they're off to a good start with 3 0 wins over uh, beating JSU, Louisiana, and Rutgers. I think they're slowly improving. Another program here on the Plains that's getting better and better, like the volleyball has. Mm hmm. So, but yeah, with going to the Baylor loss, what do you think of that? Because I've I felt like watching that just that last span of five minutes, I was like Auburn seems to be slowly fading from this. Yeah, I watched like the end of the first half and then most of the second half, kind of on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Auburn dominated like ninety percent of the game, and then I just kind of could feel it going into like the final five minutes like i think auburn was up like five Mm -hmm. points with like five minutes left yeah this was an issue last year them just closing out games yeah and i think that was the thing i was seeing when we got to those final five minutes of the game and just like oh here it comes here here it goes we're about to watch baylor take the lead and auburn struggle to get it back but i really have liked uh holloway you know, he's looked at Brooms, you know, back to same as he was doing last year, picking up, doing probably hopefully going to be even better than he was. He needs to work on his inside game yeah. a little bit more. Um, he's not great as an inside scorer. He's got a three-point shot better, mm-hmm. and his free throws are shooting better, but he's still not, like, a great inside scorer, which is yeah. what you would kind of like for him to be as a shot-blocking center. But yeah, Aiden Holloway's looked good. Yeah, uh, really He's liked. not exactly where he's going to be at the end of the year, mm-hmm. which is – Probably good because I mean, Auburn's still one and one, and they played Baylor close, and I still think Holloway has a, like a lot to improve on. Um, but like he had a good first game. Um, obviously, he shot like fifty percent from three. He's averaging fifteen points on the year, which is good through two games. Um, but he he kind of came a little bit back to earth um, after the Baylor game against uh, Southeast Louisiana. He only scored eleven on that one. Yeah, but it's he's still he's kind of the guy who I think Auburn season can really kind of hinge on mm-hmm. because if he comes out and he can be a like legit 15, 16 point per game scorer as a guard, um, I think that really improves Auburn's chances to be like a ranked team for the majority of the year. Yeah, I can see us getting back in the top 25 for basketball sometime this year. 
Uh, I don't know if it'll be a top 10, maybe not even a top 15 team, but at least a top 20, you know, yeah. throughout the year. I could see that happening. It's just, as I said, it's just closing out those games for us. That's the huge flaw we dealt with last year. Now, seeing it happen again, that first game is huge for us. I th- so I'm very intrigued to see how the season will go for both men and women this year. But go back to what we started off with football. Auburn just not what I expected, not what I don't think many people expected. I know some people did pick Auburn to win. Floyd picked Auburn to win last week. I had picked Arkansas. I did not expect Auburn to play this guy. I've not seen them dominate SEC school like this in a while. No, I mean, I picked Arkansas to win. I thought Arkansas would like, I think, I thought they'd improved and they'd played a bunch of like really good teams like Alabama and A&M mm-hmm. and Ole Miss and LSU. They played all of them close, like on the road, a lot of those games were. And I was like, I mean, Auburn's improved, but I thought Arkansas just like had an, an edge. And oh my gosh, Auburn just killed them. And yeah. like, I was able to turn the game off after like, the second quarter and go get food and I, I watched later on but i was able to switch the channel to like some other games and i was like i did not expect that it was like 21 zero after like eight minutes of play mm-hmm. and they just i mean they rushed for what 350 yards on the ground yeah that's been a big thing for us these past few weeks is the rushing game once dark West has gotten going these last three games putting up a, i think this is this will be his third straight 100 yard game and I feel like for us to have a chance to like be competitive in the Iron Bowl, it's got to keep going. This is what I've like. He's well, you didn't see that at the beginning of the year with no. Jarquez because he was really slow, maybe getting 40 yards a game, maybe 70. But ever since the Mississippi State game, he's just been on fire pretty much. Yeah, it's his fourth straight game of over 120 yards okay. uh, from scrimmage. I don't think that's rushing, but it's like over 120 yards from scrimmage the last four games, which is. Mm-hmm. Really impressive because you're going to need that against. Like, I'm not worried about Auburn about who uh, again playing um, in Nor- New Mexico State this week, um, but because you're really looking forward to the Iron Bowl and you're going to need a um, really good rushing performance to beat Alabama because they have a good defense. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. We'll have to see about the Iron Bowl. That's in two weeks. But I mean, that's the game that. If Auburn wins that one in Hugh Freeze's first year, and then mm-hmm. they would be at that point eight and four going into like yeah. a bowl game, a nine win season in Hugh Freeze's first year it, would do wonders. It does wonders. not feel like that. Like yeah. even that this is on the table as a possibility does not feel right, just based off what we went through at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I get it. We did as a we did play like or three of our losses are were top twenty five teams at the time, and the only one that is really I think was bad was the Texas A M one. Because, you know, losing to LSU, LSU's our worst loss. And then losing to Georgia, we played Georgia close at home, losing to Ole Miss close at like, home. Just So there's a shot. Do I think we'll get into that next week, we'll, mm-hmm, <laughs> seeing yeah. how we play this week? But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's very, you know, a bright future, like, opportunity right here for Auburn because, like, this is good for freeze. Because now fans can be like, okay, he did this at the end of the season. Where is next year going to be? You know, they might hype up expectations. Hopefully, not what they did with Jimbo. Because now Jimbo's out of a job in Texas A&M, which could be good for Auburn. I mean, <laughs> with the like absorbent amount of recruits, yeah, like this is kind of a rare opportunity. Like, because if if Auburn like even they don't beat Alabama, mm-hmm. they still won eight games this year. 
the amount of players that are going to be hitting the portal from A and M and Mississippi State. Mississippi State doesn't have the same level of recruits, but like still, that's, think that's... about the that twenty twenty two class, like the number one class of all time. They're going to be most of those players going to be hitting the portal. A and M had the lot ten number ten recruiting class last year and this year, and a lot of those players are going to be decommitting or hitting the transfer portal. Auburn could be getting a solid amount of those guys yeah. if they want to stay in the SEC. But like. So that's another thing is, like, if Freeze can finish the year really good, then he could, like, I don't know, he could be in on a lot of those transfers and then mm-hmm. or pick up some of the commits because a lot of, a lot of those guys are line line recruits and Auburn desperately need defensive line recruits. So Yeah. Or offensive line. Um, well, speaking of some other games, what are some games that you really enjoyed this weekend that some games maybe stood out to you, maybe some teams that disappointed? Um. Probably Florida State to me, like the Florida mm-hmm. State Miami game. I watched that one. Um, I think there was a chance that if that Miami quarterback doesn't break his elbow or I think I, I, whatever happened to his arm, I think there's a chance Miami wins that game. Um, because I'm not moved by Florida State. I mean, obviously they're undefeated, but they've played teams that they really shouldn't have played close. Like um, Boston College, they beat them by like two, I think it was. And I mean, obviously, Clemson is not a very good team, and they mm-hmm. almost lost to Clemson. Florida State's a team that I look at, and it's like they'll probably make the playoffs because they probably won't lose. I mean, maybe they lose to some team in the ACC championship game because they're already locked in for that. But like, I think I look at Florida State as like, going to kind of be like a Notre Dame type team when they get into the playoffs. And yeah. I think they're going to get like, if they run into like Michigan or Georgia in the playoffs, I think they're going to get steamrolled and people are going to be like, Oh man, why did we let this happen? Look, look at how like hindsight will be. Oh, they almost lost all these teams. And um, I think they're going to get blown out by whoever they play in the playoffs. That's just my, that's my take on Florida state. Yeah. Mine is Missouri. I think Missouri just, Deserves that, like their running back over 300 yards from scrimmage, just insane game by him. Missouri is a real team, and they could have something here going into the next couple seasons be a threat against you know, it's tough to say against Georgia, but could be a team that could get some upset wins. I mean, they played Georgia close, yeah, they they did, they did until uh, you know, Georgia always does, they just slowly pull away. I mean, we saw that. This weekend with uh, the game against Ole Miss, where Ole Miss just was – they didn't have a shot, but, you know. There's just a talent gap that was very mm-hmm. apparent in that Ole that's Miss That's kind of how it is in and general, though. that's what Link said after the game. is like, we just have to recruit at a higher <laughs> level. He's like, they've had, like, 23 five-stars to our one five-star in the last couple of classes. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can be close. Like, you can play these games close on scheme and stuff, but when, like, it comes down to it, there's just a – big talent gap between teams like Ole Miss and Georgia and mm-hmm. even Auburn and Georgia. And that showed late when Auburn played Georgia. I was like, yeah, okay, they just have a better guy in Brock Bowers. Like, there's not many teams in the SEC. There's only one team in the SEC that can probably go talent for talent with Georgia. Uh, and we'll see that in December 3rd. But, yeah, <laughs> like, it's just teams like that. Like, I love Missouri. I think they're a really fun team, and th- even that showed in their game against mm-hmm. Georgia. It was just they played them close, and then he just got to a point where just like Georgia's like, "All right, we're just gonna lean on you and just start running it down your throat, and 
Missouri just didn't have the guys to stop it yet. Yeah, and then tomorrow night, you know, you're going to see the rankings. So what are your expectations for the, I guess, top four teams um, right now? I don't – the only thing I think can change – I don't think it will change much at the top. I think Ohio State will probably stay number one. I feel like Michigan's going to drop further. I don't think Michigan will drop at all. I think – what is Michigan right now, three? I think so. I don't think anybody's going to jump them. I think the top – I think the top eight will all stay the same. Like, I don't yeah. think that will change. I think right now it's – Texas. Do you see Michigan still getting in? Do you, oh, do you see them beating Ohio State? I guess that's what I should say. Because um, I feel like they lose sure. to Ohio State, another team could get in. Like let's well, say if Washington well, wins no, out. I mean, I think this year you, it's going to be you have to win the conference championship because you're probably going to have five conference champs with like either zero or one loss. Like mm-hmm. Texas will probably win out and they'll be a one loss conference champ. I could see Oregon beat getting their win back on Washington, Washington or or Oregon will be in and they'll be either a one loss. I think Oregon's really good. I Oregon's think, really good. I think they've they're better than Washington, even though they lost Washington. Yeah. It's just because you see Oregon go and clean up teams that Washington has struggled against. Yeah, I mean, and then you also have like Florida State and all those other teams. I think Michigan has to beat Ohio State. I think mm-hmm. that they will. Not totally sure on that yet. I want to see how they play another week without Harbaugh. Yeah, because I don't, I don't care about Penn State. I don't think Penn State's that good of a team when they play anybody who's like above 500. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll probably be the same. Ohio State will probably stay ranked number one. And even if he's not, Georgia will be ranked number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, Florida State four. It'll just be the same top eight. Yeah. That's, I don't see that moving at all. It's. I mean, it's exciting just because there's a bunch of people that could be newcomers to the playoffs. And I think that's it adds a little bit of like, okay, it's not just Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. It's not just those four teams. Well, there's actually only really. I mean, it's there's Florida State who's like Florida State's made the playoffs. Yeah, he's before. made. They've made it, but they've same been. same with Oregon. Oregon's made it before. So so is Washington. Washington, yeah, but so Texas is the only Texas, team that would have not made the playoffs. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like the recent years. Yeah, because we have not seen like too many people that have, besides TCU last year, which. And TCU should have made it. Like, yeah. 15, so. Hey, they won. They won. Like, the Harbaugh and the Michigan didn't have their signs. Apparently, that's one of the. Apparently, that's one of the games they did not go to. to yeah, which is why they lost. Like they let up fifty something points. Yeah. So which, that's why they should have been there. TCU, like, but they yeah, actually, should not no, have Ohio been playing. State's, Ohio State's going to beat Michigan this year because they won't have Ohio State signs. So, or they might have already gotten them at a different yeah. game. So maybe. Well, they always can change signs. It's always. Yeah, gonna... I don't know. That that'll be an interesting game. In yeah, for weeks. sure. For sure. We can get into uh, this week's weekend's picks. So I guess to start us off, I probably won't go through all. Like I know these will probably go by very quickly. These are a lot of. Just these going to be not... very quickly. We can go ahead. Obviously, Chattanooga. You know, going to Alabama. We know that. You know. Yeah, Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattanooga. Hot take. But we'll go over the bigger ones. Which starting off with Georgia at Tennessee. Um. I mean, Georgia's going to win that game. Uh, I thought that game would have yeah. more standing if I think after Georgia, the Missouri loss, yeah. it's like Tennessee's like, mm. Well, like, it's not even just after the Missouri loss. Like, the SEC East is already clinched. Like, I feel like this game could have been closer if mm-hmm. there was the SEC East on the line. But, I mean, Missouri rushed for like half a billion yards, I think, against Tennessee. And Joe Milton does not look like a good quarterback at all. I don't think that Tennessee is that good of a team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Georgia's probably going to run them. Um, I know it's in Knoxville, but 
the spread right now is Georgia by 10. Georgia's going to win that game um, by more than 10. I feel like I think they're going to win by like 15 points and just kind of bring it, like put it on the face of Josh Heupel. Yeah. I'm definitely going Georgia with this one too. Just I feel like Georgia's finding their footing on offense yeah. right now in this and they're a scary team to be facing going forward with McConkey and uh Bowers back. Yeah. That that combination There's is also just too, a talent gap between yeah, Georgia and Tennessee. Yeah, it's I mean a lot of the big schools like Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, they're they're so m- much more talented. Yeah, than any other program, and and that like after a four quarter game, like you because Michigan it. used to not be like that with like yeah, Ohio no. State, but then they've you know been winning mysteriously. <laughs> yeah, in a weird fashion that they hired this guy, and then all of a sudden they only yeah. lose three games ever since he's been there. <laughs> That's kind of weird how that happens, but yeah, I mean it's just after a fourth quarter game, like you can keep it closer three quarters, but after a while that they'll just start leaning on you and imposing their will so georgia will win this game and i'm not really concerned about that then florida at missouri missouri's favored by 11 yeah uh missouri's gonna destroy florida florida's not good um sunbelt billy i can see this game being a lot closer than people expect maybe since missouri doesn't have like the most elite defense yeah they they just haven't built up for that prestige yet because they're still like i feel like new Right now, to being a dominant team, you know. I mean, Florida just let Jaden Daniels like and Arkansas put up, did like, put him, up yeah. like five hundred and almost six hundred yards of offense. Mm-hmm. Like he rushed. Actually, no, he did put up six hundred yards of offense. He put up three hundred seventy-two passing yards. Yeah, he broke two hundred uh, record and two hundred thirty-two rushing yards, which He's is like f- I think it was like the first QB to throw for like over three hundred and rush for two hundred. I mean that's been that's absolutely insane. He should be Heisman, that, but oh most that was his Heisman game this year. That yeah. that game itself. But going back to the Florida Missouri game, yeah, Missouri's probably gonna put up similar like score to what um LSU did. I think mm-hmm. their offense is that good and they're getting healthy like uh what's his face was hurt last week, um the wide receiver who Luther Burden. He was banged up a little bit last week. He played, but he wasn't the same level. And obviously, they have that running back who's like, I think he has like the best stats in the SEC right now. He's, I know he's yeah, leading Schrader. rusher. Yeah, Schrader. I know he's, uh, he's really, he's playing really good this week. And he had an insane game against Tennessee. So, and Florida's just not there yet. I'm not really on Napier. Yeah, I'm not super in on Billy Napier. He, he won't be fired. There's been a lot of firings this week. But yeah, I he think will not Pittman's be one of them. coming. <laughs> but I feel I, like Pittman's going to be at the end of the season. No, he's going to be. I said that earlier. This you year think he's going to be out this week? Matt Pittman. No, he's not going to be out this week. He'll get the end of the year, but I think Pittman yeah. will be out, uh, especially if they, like, I mean, they can't make a bowl now. Um, and they're going to play, they play their, like, the game, they play FIU, and they should win that game. I mean, if mm-hmm. if they lose this game, he's getting fired for sure, but... They'll lose to Missouri at the end of the year, and they'll be win. They'll be like four and eight at the end of the year, and I so I, I would think Pittman's out, and there's probably gonna be some other firings. Beamer is one that could be fired. Well, I think Beamer is one of the. If I last checked, he's actually one of the favorites for the Mississippi State job, which yeah. feels like a lateral move. Uh, no, Mississippi State's a better job than South I, Carolina. I don't know. It is. They're very similar. I feel like. I mean, maybe I th- I would say like. 
if you were to like put them in tiers, I would think like in the SEC tiers, I think South Carolina is like a D tier job. Mississippi State's like a C tier job. I don't know. It's it's like a tier below like Auburn, like Tennessee, um, like Florida, and then like mm-hmm. obviously you have your A tier jobs are like Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M. Like those are probably the four A tier jobs. But it's better. It's a better job than South Carolina. I don't. Know. I feel like so. I feel like it's very similar. I also don't think he's that good of a coach. But but getting in South Carolina, Kentucky is going to South Carolina. This is the closest uh, one we have, giving Kentucky the edge with a point and a half. Two. Well, ESPN's got it as one and a half. Bro. Oh, well, <laughs> I have a different thing. It says two, but it is. It's the same thing. I don't know if they do. I think ESPN uses Caesars. That's what they use. Okay, this might be a different one. I don't know. I don't know what apps. But. But yeah, I I think this one's tough. I feel like I feel like I do can go Kentucky, but it's just again, South Carolina just has that random. It's like, oh, we're actually really gonna play this weekend. Do well, our offensive line might block just a couple times. I mean, they absolutely so. throttled Vandy last mm-hmm. week. I mean, and this game is at South Carolina, so you'll get home rattler as opposed mm-hmm. to away rattler. Um, I'm gonna take. What does South Carolina's run defense look like? Not great. Um, I'm gonna actually take South Carolina. Okay. That's I, I just decided. So that's the I one pivoted. pick we'll differ it on. I pivoted. Yeah, I'm gonna take South. You're taking Carolina Georgia State over LSU because yeah, oh yeah, obviously <laughs> I'm taking, you know, I'm taking uh, Georgia State also to beat LSU and yeah. it's a, it's an upset week. Well, I'm just thinking. With, I'm thinking. I'm going Kentucky. I think uh, Kentucky wins that game. I think they're just a better team. They're, they're slightly better. I mean, they yeah. just got embarrassed, so that maybe there's that factor of, oh, they're going to come back with, like, mm-hmm. a hunger. But I'm going to take South Carolina. I'm going to be wrong on South Carolina <laughs> in the fact that they're home, and I'm going to say that they've been better at home than they have been away. So, like, Rattler plays better at home. So, I, I mean, We'll see. We'll see. That's probably the only interesting game right now in the SEC this week because everyone else is playing, like. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, you know, you, you look at, like, the rankings – as like an outsider seeing Georgia Tennessee, you're like, oh, that that could be a good game. The number no. two in the nation versus thirteen, but then you're like, no. there is such a gap that, as you said, it's well, Tennessee won't be ranked thirteen. Yeah, they'll be probably twenty yeah. first or they'll whatever, twenty something, and uh, then they won't be ranked at the end of the year. So, so Auburn has New Mexico State coming in this weekend. Yeah, what are some of the things you're looking for? For Auburn to maybe get something clicking before the Iron Bowl, maybe just maybe throw someone in like Ashford, see what he can do a bit. What What, what are you thinking? Do not put in Robbie Ashford. You don't, do not. No, think? do not put in Robbie Ashford. Um, you just need to let Peyton Thorne kind of just, I guess, get more. I mean, I guess you're like ten weeks into the season, so mm-hmm. like, so get more chemistry. You're not really getting more chemistry on your eleventh game of the season, but. Um, I feel like right now we are though, just because maybe. like we're getting a rhythm going on offense where we did not have. You just need to going. see improvement from the passing game mm-hmm. because you're gonna be playing a like really good Alabama team that has played really good over the last six weeks, um, and you're probably not you're not gonna be able to run the ball to the extent that you've been able to the last three weeks, so you're gonna have to be able to pass for more than 160 yards. Um, because if you have 160 yards passing, I feel pretty confident that you're not going to beat Alabama. Um, 
and like that's not me like saying oh i hope you don't but i just don't think you're gonna be able to put up enough points with only 160 yards passing because you're not gonna rush for 354 yards you're probably not even gonna rush for 200 yards they'll just take that away because Alabama has a really good run defense this year yeah I still feel like the run's what's going to keep us in it just because we've seen this story play out before where it's like, oh, this deep run defense is so good. They're not going to – and then Auburn's been able to do it at home. Like, if this was at Bryant-Denny, yeah. it would be – Oh, no, at Bryant-Denny, this would not be It'd get good. ugly. No, yeah. Just – but um, I don't know. But, again, that's for next week. I think for us looking at this week, for us – for us to – like a key thing to be looking at would be – as you said, yes, Peyton Thorne. Maybe see if the receivers could get rid of them catching the ball. Can they maybe see what some of the other running backs can do? Like Batty, maybe he can have more carry. Austin, because both of them looked, had really good games too. Yeah. They just obviously the workload was mainly always Jarquez focused, and then slowly because, as we said, none of us expected put up Auburn put up forty eight. Yeah. So I'm actually going to pivot and say it's actually going to be offensive line. You, you say offensive line? Offensive line. Pass blocking offensive line. Because oh. you're going to need to not get sacked against no. Alabama because you can't put yourself in third and eight, third and nine opportunities mm-hmm. and let Alabama pin their ears back because they have a good pass rush. So, But, yeah, it's intriguing to see what's, where we're going to go from here. But that does it all for us today. Luke, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Uh, please like and subscribe.